that stuff. That thing's operational. Dr. Banner. Now might be a really good time for you to get angry. That's my secret, Captain. I'm always angry. Hello and welcome to episode 97 of the Usual Podcast. Podcast we discuss Star Wars Yoda Public, the Star Wars franchise, and geek and pop culture. I'm your host, Marshall, and with me is my semi-honorary co-host, Will. Semi? There's nothing semi about me. Okay, buddy. How you doing? I'm doing alright. It's been a day, but it's like, you know, it's Friday. I ain't got a job tomorrow. No, it's not true because, you know, I've got to go to a track meet all day tomorrow. Yeah, I have a lot to do tomorrow, too. But anyway, we're just sitting here enjoying our usual frosty beverages. You got anything good or you just doing the thing? I'm doing Diet Pepsi tonight because, like I said, I have to be uh, on a bus corralling a couple dozen teenagers at 6 a.m. So I don't want anything impairing my judgment. I got to walk after this. I'm ready. Oh, I'm going to be walking (laughs) it up, too, but I still can't drink. (laughs) I hear you, man. I am going, I'm saving my, um, my special one for walk tonight. And that is because, uh, this is the last night, the second week in a row that slow tour is going to be auto hosting, um, my walk stream. So I'm excited about that. Awesome. So I'm, I have a special IPA. I'm going to drink later tonight, but for now I'm just drinking my, one of my usuals, the little something from, uh, Lagunitas. Little, little some ale, little something, something. Yeah, I'll hold it up to the camera for the folks. If you've never been to Lagunitas, it's about three hours from us uh, at Petaluma. It's delicious. Pretty much anything from them is too good. So, good. Yeah, I'm good. Okay, before we get started, if you have comments or questions, you can find us at theusualpodcast.com. Email us at theusualpodcast at gmail and we are on Facebook, Google Plus, Pinterest, Instagram, Twitch, and YouTube. I am at Darth Pops on Twitter. Will can be found at I am Will Griggs. We're on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and Google Play. So, you know, when you see us out there, like us and share us and tell your friends. We like listeners. We like people interacting with us, and that's always fun. Uh, we do have the timestamps in the show notes for non-Sortor fans, and for those of you not watching live, of course, because you're stuck with us wherever we're at. Yep. And so <laughs> and so obviously we're going to try to keep an eye on the chat room. Thank you to those of you who are already on there. And, yeah, Skeen, we wish we were on MySpace, because wouldn't that be nice? <laughs> As long as I get into Tom's top eight, I'm all right. Indeed. Uh, so yeah, we'll do our best to watch chat, but we are ready for Swotor, dude. We don't have any housekeeping stuff this week. We're just back to our normal stuff. We are on a different night, though. We should say we that. are. And it is Friday. It's weird. We're recording on a Friday. We're recording right before Wog. Um, I had I something it's early. Yeah, I had something come up last night, so we decided to push it off to a day. And uh, so here we are. It's all good. Let's see if we can get it done before eight. Well, we can try. That's the goal. Here we go. Oh, but I don't know where the bumpers are. Damn it. I'm just kidding. I got it. Oh, you. Oh, let's try that again, mister. I'm ready. You want to fight? I'm ready. You do not have to stand against me. Instead, I will share all of this with you. If you will only kneel. All right. Swotor. So, first thing I want to say, there's a link in the show notes for um, the mega stream we were on last week. And uh, they put it together. I just wanted to link to it in case people missed it. We talked about last week, and this was on Kid Lee's channel. There was uh, three hours where he had the guys from Carillion Run, Passionate Casual, and us, and a bunch of other people. We were on with Sakari in the last hour. So, we talked about last week 
but definitely check it out. It was a lot of fun. Um, it's definitely worth worth checking out because we had Q and A's and interactions with the chat, and it was it was really good. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. And uh, Wizard, to answer your question, our subreddit is r slash Marshall is a bitch. <sighs> so, <laughs> just, once, just kidding. We have no subreddit. Once we should, we should, and it should be r slash Marshall is a bitch. R slash blame will. Okay, so also I want to highlight our friends over at Carillion Run, JT and Mox and um, uh, Rav. Uh, they're super awesome. And they actually did what their episode 184 came out earlier this week. It was really cool. They, uh, they had a storyteller on there. Ooh. Now, this is one of those guys that does actual legit storytelling. And right. he talked about the groups out there. I just thought it was really fascinating. Something you don't really think about, you know? Um, this is something that, because of evolution of humans, we got away from oral storytelling. Oral history, and, right. and so I thought that's what, that was really cool. Um, also, they did a roadmap video, um, which we'll talk about in a little bit, highlighting when um, Keith got out, came out and talked about uh, his roadmap, sort of, which is our <laughs> discussion, discussion topic, which we'll talk about. Cool. Uh, but anyway, what did you do in game this week, bro? Uh, actually, I didn't get to play any this week, oh, but I am wogging it up tonight. Mm-hmm. Same here. Last I'm actually, week, I am actually signed up. Yeah, you signed up, and you're in my house, so you have no choice now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I actually, the only thing I was able to do last week was WOG, but what was cool about it was, uh, like I said earlier, Swotor were influencers, and so that was the slot that he um, he said that they would auto-host. And right. so from 8 o'clock uh, Pacific, we did WOG last week. We started with uh, a 16-man KP run, and we tried Tithe couple times it started getting kind of late we we ended up uh kind of letting it go but it was it was a really fun night i gave out a bunch of prizes and i'll be doing the same tonight so if you're in the chat and you want to check it out see what a casual uh beginner wall group which is what's an ops group um is all about check us out be fun yeah absolutely and you can always go to unholyalliance.org and check out our commercial for wog indeed uh and i'm excited i would really am hoping to game a little bit uh, I'm pretty tired, but uh, game a little bit this weekend and take advantage of the double XP before it goes away. Yeah, I like I said, I've got a track meet tomorrow, so I'm going to be gone from like 6 a.m. to 10 p.m., so I probably won't get to play it all tomorrow. I'm hoping Sunday, but I also kind of want to go see Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, me too, and I'm ready and for King that. And King Arthur just came out too, so. Oh, it did. Wow. Uh, so, in the news, <laughs> Harbinger had a hell of an issue. <laughs> I know. I kept getting Twitter notices. Harbinger's uh, down. We're trying to figure it out. So many issues. So we'll talk about some of that here in just a second. So we had a maintenance on the ninth. Uh, character transfers still are down at the moment. They're still working that through. But um, one of the things that came with that last update was people noticed that Black Talon and the Eslis were giving zero CXP. Random? Well, intended. Really? Here's why. It says, uh, some others in this thread have guessed getting zero XP, uh, from those two, uh, flashpoints intended. The reason is that they're not balanced for level 70 characters. Oh, I gotcha. Um, and really they're trying to make everything, everything you do equal kind of across the board. And it's hard right. to do. But at the same time, if, if people are just going to have that really fun gameplay of doing Black Talon over and over again, um, they're not going to reward them for something that's not balanced like everything else. Right. So makes sense. Oh, absolutely. Uh, let's see here. There was an issue with the Kurtob Alliance speeder. Uh, somebody reported that it's not going as fast as it should. Uh, <laughs> let me double check. It says something like, um, 
Maybe, yeah, it was, <laughs> it's supposed to be 110% and it was going somewhat lower than that. So, yeah, hopefully they're looking into that. I, I want a, I want a speeder that purposely is supposed to go like 50%. There's one out there. There was one that, literally have the that, junker. Yeah, that junker one is, I think, capped at the lowest one just because, but I don't remember. Uh, man, we've been here a while. Um, there is a heroic moment bug happening in 5.2.1. And let me get to the bottom of that. Uh, people are basically saying, oops, I need to open my window a little bit more. Actually, you know, kind of going back to the whole junker oh, thing. Oh, please really do. Quick. You know how, uh, when you do, um, you know, your jetpack, it only goes for a certain amount of time, right? Yeah, that's the only one. Right. That's exactly the right thing. I, w- I want a junker that like goes 50% power and it dies after like, you know, <laughs> and then you're like- after like a thousand meters. <laughs> And then you have to put on a different mount. And you feel stranded. <laughs> and you can't, and you can't use, the, yeah, you get out and you do, it's a, that should be in a, that should be a, like, an oh, emote. Oh man, huh. That should be a new emote. You're like trying to flag people down, trying to find a tow truck. All right. Anyway, uh, heroic moment abilities will randomly appear since 5.2.1. Uh, and basically they disappear when you trigger the heroic moment. And then there's a delay of several minutes before they reappear and you can use the abilities. So they're looking into that too. Yeah. That's a left up. Yeah, I haven't been in the game uh, with that. I use my heroic moment when I'm soloing. Yeah, me too. It makes things easier. Next thing, Zios Daily is still glitched. I don't remember which one this was now that I think about it. It was glitched. I, I haven't been on Zios in a while. So. Um, it says since the, and so, again, all these things, and they're all linked since 5.2, this is happening. Uh, the daily mission looking for signs is glitched. So basically, you're supposed to be able to um, interact with something. Right. Um, but when you do get to the third step, there's no drop. And so that was a problem. Yeah, so, that sounds like a little bit of a problem. Yeah, so hopefully they get that fixed. Uh, people have noticed that the two companions that uh, came with the last expansion, or whatever you want to say. Yeah, last Dorn update, and Quinn. Quinn and Alar Dorn uh, are no longer listed as main characters. Okay, And you know how that goes on, the, on that long right. sheet of companions. Some are categorized differently. And now these two are companions that come with certain classes. Right. right? And the issue is they're no longer listed as main characters. Uh, and what people have noticed is they're listed as just companions. Okay. Uh, so Eric came out and said, that's intended. This isn't a reflection on them or their story impact. It's a change that was made to stop people from getting into a bad state where they would not acquire the companion as they should have. Remember last week we talked about how people weren't getting the companions like they were supposed right. to? So that's their fix for that. Um, I still, I forgot to check to see if I got my companion <laughs> from that. Actually, I still forgot. I'll, I'll have that update next week. I promise. Who is okay. her? And I thought this was actually really kind of interesting. Um, let me go to the first post so I can tell you what this is. So there were items vanishing. And this was, of course, on the Harbinger server. Of course. Okay. Vanishing from the GTN. CXP boxes, etc. Um, people complaining about random things disappearing. So this led to a whole slew of deals, a whole, you know, a lot, a combination of things. So Eric came out and said, during the maintenance today, we did an extensive back end database maintenance to the Harbinger, but the issue was, um, they've isolated a fix for it and then the servers were down for a while. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, there was a there was fear of a rollback and all that kind of stuff, but really what it came down to is, um, hopefully only very minimal minimal people were impacted. Um, so and they and of course the service came back up and everything else. Um, 
a follow-up to that. The people that were affected, he said, uh, if you had an item disappear from your inventory or etc., um, example, you equipped a weapon and disappeared. Um, they're trying to get that data and make sure those things get back to people. So they're working on it. So, and if you still have an issue, of course, always put in a ticket, right? Of course. Um, but dude, the Harbinger wasn't the only server to have problems. I heard that Evan Hawk crashed as well. And then it came up pretty quick. Of course, because, you know, <laughs> have you checked to see if you got your May the 4th pet yet? I haven't logged in this week. Um, for reals? I'm just kidding. You already said that earlier. I uh, hate you so no, much. The, okay. Oh, my God. So he's crying. Thank you, everybody, for being here to watch a grown man cry. Uh, the May the 4th pets uh, didn't show up when they were supposed to. So they're looking into that. Hopefully, by the time you listen to this, that is solved. And there's a change with packs coming in the next pack, which is the Steadfast pack. So we've talked about this a bunch of times. You ready? I'm ready. You don't seem ready. I'm ready. Um, currently, right now, when you open a pack, Two items you get are new pack items or and or a grand chance cube. And then you get two miscellaneous items, Java scraps and companion gifts. Then, starting with a steadfast companion pack on the 16th, you're going to get one new pack item, one chance cube, and two miscellaneous items. So really what that's doing is kind of trying to alleviate the inevitable scenario where you get two grand chance cubes and then you cry a little bit. Like I got you. Did. You know what I'm saying? Um so additionally, the packs will now only contain silver, gold, and platinum rarity. Uh, and what this means is you'll more consistently get new pack items, um, and you'll have a greater chance of getting silver, gold, and platinum items that you did previously. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. I haven't bought any packs in a while. Uh, people were saying, uh, as a quick follow-up to that, having to do with the silver and bronze. So if there are no bronze items in the drop tables, won't that mean that silver is kind of the new bronze? And... <laughs> So Eric said, in a way, it's the most common pack drops were bronze. Yes, now they'll be silver. However, um, they're saying we view the rarity of an item to be the reflection of the art, time, and quality of each item. So, you know, hopefully you're getting it still getting a better quality item overall, right? I feel you, dog. So we watched in trailer time, which if you are wondering what we're talking about, we had trailer time. Uh, right before this, that is a patron exclusive. And usually what we do is people who give us, uh, money to support the show. We, the first chunk of the show, we watch the most recent trailers and we put that off into a private post for them and they can watch that in case they don't turn in live. But during that, at the very end to bridge the gap, we watched the new legacy trailers. What'd you think, dude? Uh, I really liked it. Um, it brought back some memories and, and stuff like that. I, I liked it because it, it showed a little bit of everything from the beginning of the game to, to all the way up to tithes, So, I think it was really good for new players. You get a little of everything, like you said, some GSF and stuff like that. So I thought it was pretty cool, but uh, I we missed it last week is what happened, honestly. So Yeah, we did. All right, so here we go. Discussion topic. You ready before we go on to Star Wars? Yep. Roadmap. Remember roadmaps? I do remember the roadmap. <laughs> so Keith came out, obviously. Uh, and he's talking about his producer roadmap, which should have been already, but isn't. Right. And so he said, it's taking longer than he anticipated. I'm guessing it'll be ready soon, TM? Soon, TM. But he said it's not his fault. His dad came into town. Um, he spent time with him. And here's the thing. Believe it or not, some of these guys that work for companies are they actually have people. Lives. I'm glad that, you know, they, they have parents. They have stuff that they want to do. 
It's not just this. Which, except for you know, I think Musco was actually born out of a petri dish that was uh, kept uh, in the sun too long. <sighs> I think that's important. Um, Musco, if you're listening, which I know you're not, um, just pe- kidding. We love you. Your petri dish um, was large. It's funny because he's short. I, I guess so. Did they? That okay. Funny. Uh, I'm short too, Musco. You know, we've we've met a few times, lots of times. All right. So here's the bottom line. And he hasn't got it out yet, but <laughs> here are some, uh, yeah, right. Don't worry. He's not listening scheme. There were some highlights and I would like, since I know you haven't seen this yet to bounce these off of you okay. and see what you think. Absolutely. So, Bring wait, wait. No, oh, here we go. Okay. That's what we're all I'm ready. To. All right. While you continue to wait, here's a few highlights of game update 5.2.2 scheduled for mid June. Yes, that's this year. Is it going to okay. include bug, bug fixes from 5.2.1? God, I hope not. All right. So the Narshada Nightlife event is going to return with old and some awesome new rewards. So this means I can uh, get a credit sync uh, for the summer so I can try to get that that um, rancor again? I'm thinking there's going to be old rancor, new rancor, maybe some other cool stuff. Maybe a third level of... Uh... Some new achievements. Be cool, right? Yeah, that'd be cool. I mean, yeah. look, we all want to just mindlessly click a thing, yes. right? And here we are. <laughs> well, I mindlessly click ahead. So, any other thoughts? I'm stoked about this. We've been talking about this coming back before. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm. Yes, I would like to see it come back because I still need that rancor. I can't believe you didn't get it the first time, or whatever, or the second time. Yeah, I got it the first time, but. And I put so many credits in. This. I spent a lot of time on that, though. All right, so new character perks are coming, and this is what I was alluding to earlier: increasing the speeder piloting from one to one twenty and one thirty. Ooh, how badass is that? What I'd like to see with that, though, honestly, is that the one thirty or one twenty, if you go up that high, I feel like it should be nearly, maybe not all the way, but nearly impossible to be knocked off your mount. What drives me crazy, since with level sync. If I'm driving along, you know, some low-level plan, and all of a sudden some mob gets lucky and knocks me off, that drives me crazy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I, I can totally concur with that. I feel like you're not... Okay, moving on. Uh, <laughs> what, are you saying my drop-ins are not dynamite tonight? No, they're not. They're, uh, not. they're not on point? They're not on fleek? Did you never say that again on this? They're no. not on point? The, the second one. Okay. On com- fleek? Companions will gain influence through standard crew missions now, okay. right? Think about that. Now, okay, say that again. Because you're talking about your fleet. Uh, companions will gain influence through standard crew okay. skill missions. I got you. I got you. How cool is that? that because is cool. it's another way for people without. Because it costs me, I don't know, some odd million of credits to get my guys to fifty or whatever. Right. Right. Um, and I just buy the tokens, and I just you know while I'm doing some on my other screen, just click, click, click. But I think it's super important, man, that um, there has to be another way to be, to do it. I think that's a good uh, a good addition. Yeah, well, I actually earn my companion gifts by doing heroics. Yeah, I have a ton. I have like, I have hundreds of alliance crates that I haven't opened. You know what I mean? Don't shake your head at me like that. Um, Is it just like those Monopoly game pieces I'd open for you? I have a whole stack over there if you'd like to open those. All right. Full tier one. This is my favorite one. Full tier one gear available. From existing fleet vendors using command tokens. This means you can obtain a full bonus gear set for under 800 command tokens. You'll be able to choose the type of gear you want to purchase DPS, tank, or healer. And now remember this. 
This is super important. The command tokens are legacy wide. So on my main, I've earned a bunch of command tokens that I haven't used, right? If right. I log into another tune, my DPS tune, I can take those command tokens less than 800 and get them a full set of entry gear, ops armor, and be stoked. It gives you something else to spend your, your, you know, your, right, your, your command, command tokens. tokens on. Okay, cool. No, I, I, I think, it, dude, seriously, I'm going to slap you. <laughs> I'm just being on right now. Okay. So we made a, uh, you know what? You know what? Okay. Here we go. <laughs> You're welcome, chat room. Uh, yeah, no, I'm with you, Skeen. It will be awesome. And when that is implemented, it will make, it'll really make that, cause right now, honestly, like, I'm working on my other tunes and trying to get them gear, and I can do it, but it's kind of tedious. Yeah, so, just, so basically you're saying that when I go onto my old alts, I can just go ahead and buy them this instead of uh, mm-hmm. watching them run around with the Rishi hats on. Exactly. And you can just be red, and then really you just can go in there, buy them a set of gear, and then start your op. And cool. Yeah, that's So that's awesome. cool. Uh, last thing, which I thought was really interesting because I remember when this actually became a thing, I actually went to that cantina. Uh, they made a variety of changes to Galactic Starfighter. Starfighter. The main thing being aimed at reducing the cost and increasing the requisition award- rewards and offering players a gunship and a bomber as standard ships. Now, before that had to do with when you signed up for GSF and all that kind of stuff as a perk. Now, if everybody has it, then I think that's good. Okay, It'll cool. get more people into it, I hope, because it's really discouraging to get in there and only have the strike fighter and the scout as your options. So, right. Anyway, uh, yeah. So he basically says he'll pass on more things as they come, but that we're looking at next month for a lot of these changes. I think it's pretty badass, dude. Yeah, that's really cool. I'm I'm looking forward mostly to the uh, the uh, command tokens for the gear. Indeed. Last thing you didn't think you thought we were done. Uh, why aren't weapons a part of the outfit designer? So guess what? That was one of the major complaints, obviously, of the alpha designers because right. you're you can't have a weapon for a certain outfit. Uh, and Charles Boyd, who has not posted in the forum for a very long time, he said we've been discussing this one a lot recently, and we're working on how we could fit this into the schedule for this year. Once that gets firmly uh, firmed up, they'll let you know. So maybe this year, maybe this year, maybe we will have. Weapons is part of the outfit design. Isn't that cool? Badass? So basically, you, like you can have a trooper and you can still have the big ass assault cannon unless you won't. I mean, well, really, what it is is you know, you have all those tabs for different outfits. Like on my main, I have like four different tabs, four different outfits. Like one outfit looks really cool with the with my Cathar, uh, right? You know, dual blade, and the other one looks better with a lightsaber, right? So, but you it, don't, but you want your main weapon to still be your weapon. Well, and just like it is now, you have your base set has all of your stats on it right right and there you go exactly right? so here we are all right man so let's uh anything else for SWOTOR? there's some cool changes coming right yeah no i'm looking forward to it totally so let's get to uh star wars the old Re- uh, no not star wars the old republic star wars dude we don't have a lot that's no, relatively short week i was raised to do one thing i've got nothing to fight for Finish what you started. 
All right, man. So let's get to Star Wars. We have a couple things. Uh, I have a link in here for uh, Marvel Star Wars comics. Uh, there's a first look at Darth Vader number one, the new run. Yeah, the new run, and the cover looks pretty cool. Yeah, it does. And I actually was uh, down for free comic book day. I, did, I couldn't get down there. I was so upset. And I was talking to um, the guys down there, and they're all very excited about the Darth Vader run, this new one. So check that out. We have a link in the show notes um, if you're into getting a first look at these things. I'm woefully behind on on comics, but I organized all my comics a couple days ago. Um, so I'm hoping to get into, a, you know, at least start reading some of them. Yeah. yeah. What, what did you... Uh, what would... Nice. What did you get for free comic book day? Um, not a lot, actually. There was only like six or seven comics. Um, none of them I really recognized. Um, I don't know. The girls got some stuff. Uh, I'd have to look back at the bag. But okay. It, cool. it wasn't anything that really stood out. I just kind of set it aside, to be honest with you. And that's actually kind of been the last couple of years, which is really kind of interesting to me because it seems like there should be more. Main titles, I, and also kind of depends on where you're at. It, well, I know the the secret uh, the secret empire was part of Free Comic Book Day today this year. But dude, we're a we're a small we're in a small town, and we have a small comic book shop. I think right. it really kind of depends on where you're at too. What yeah. one? Well, I mean, see, well, Secret Empire is a, a, a huge new Marvel run, right? Uh, so Star Wars books, as far as Star Wars books goes, uh, there we talked about a lot of these last week. There's one new one though. Right? Yeah, Leia. Mm-hmm. The I think it was called Leia the Alderanian Princess or something like that. Yeah, let me open this up and see. It was Leia. I know Leia was the big the big uh, writing. Let's see. Let's find it. Yeah, it says Leia, Princess of Alderaan. Oh. Uh, and that the covers look great. Um, I have a link in the show notes for that. There's some there's some really cool stuff coming up, and all of this is leading up to the Last Jedi. Of course, yeah. Which is gonna it's be cool. it's called Journey to the Last Jedi, just like we had Journey to the Force Awakens. Exactly. Um, and the, the thing I like about those journey to the things is that they do, um, a range of things. There'll be some young adult, mm-hmm. adult, some comics, uh, kids books and stuff like that. It'll be cool. So, uh, and speaking of books, there is an exclusive excerpt of guardians of the wills, which we talked about last week as well. Yeah, we did. I haven't read it yet. Um, but man, I I, it's I, yeah, be cool. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. So we have a link in that for that. Uh, Kylo Ren's new starfighter for the Last Jedi revealed. You want to know how? You mean he doesn't have that that long phallic one anymore? Well, I think it's similar, but do it's one of those things where I think it has to do with Lego. Ah, uh, well, that's kind of cool. Oh no, it's Hot Wheels. Uh, that looks badass, right? It kind of looks like a Tie Interceptor from back in the day. Yeah, it looks like actually it looks like Vader's Tie Interceptor with longer wings. Longer like he's compensating for something. <laughs> you, we always got to bring it there, don't you? Well, he's just trying to prove that he's more of a man than Jedi, mm-hmm. than more of a man than Vader. Than Vader. I think that's important. Uh, let's see what else we got here. So Rogue One, this is big. The theatrical run was over a billion dollars. Yeah. I mean, not huge, but that's big. I mean, to give you an idea. I mean, the theatrical run for Force Awakens was over $2 billion. Well, yeah. And <laughs> I don't know, dude. I mean, that's for the spinoff. Yeah, exactly. Right. So, Last Jedi. You have any predictions for Last Jedi? Uh, Is it going to be bigger than Force Awakens or what? I don't think it'll be bigger than Force Awakens unless it's better than Force Awakens. Um, but yeah, but I mean, so I, I'm, I I'm guessing it'll actually be more uh, along the line of maybe one and a half to one and three quarter billion, unless it actually proves to be like really like Empire that it's better. 
and then then I can see it doing more. But you got to remember, Empire didn't make more money than than A New Hope. Indeed. Uh, let's see, man. Rebels. I you take this one. You saw this one earlier today. This is badass. Yeah. Uh, there's a rumor going on right now. It's not been. It hasn't been confirmed or substantiated, but it looks like that they're trying to get Ian McDiarmid on to uh, on to season four of Rebels to uh, because if you remember back to season two. We had a scene where you heard Vader's or heard the Emperor's voice talking with Vader. Right. Um, but it wasn't Ian McDiarmid. It was a different actor. Steve, somebody, I think. Yeah. But this one, they're trying to get the Emperor on screen. And so they'd like to get Ian McDiarmid back to play the, the Emperor. Yeah. I mean, and what better way to end Rebels, obviously. Oh, absolutely. I mean, we know roughly where it ends. It's going to end before episode four. Why not end it with uh, the true Emperor out there? doing something exactly yeah you know? i think that's badass so uh we also i don't know i'm not familiar with this game have you seen this game uh this game rebellion huh i think it's a mobile game uh, but they're getting a rogue one themed expansion which i think is cool um and i don't know there's so many games out there i miss i miss the there's well I d- we talked about the the droid one last week and yeah. i downloaded it and i started playing it it's it's almost identical in engine to candy crush Oh, interesting. Um, okay, but it's it's theming is kind of cool because you're basically what it is is you're going you're you're playing as somebody within the resistance and you're um or in the uh yeah and you're trying to get BB-8 to remember his memories that have been corrupted. Oh, interesting. And so you start back on Jakku and you meet Ray and you meet the the vendor and all that stuff. It's kind of cool. That's cool. Uh, so but it's Candy Crush basically. Basically, yeah. All right, cool. Uh, so some merchandise stuff, and I can maybe throw this over into the window since there's several folks in here and then they can at least see it. Um, Funko has revealed some galactic plushies and Rogue One pops. Awesome. Which is pretty darn cool. And I'm just going to throw, um, this up over here really quick, just so we get a little visual. Look at that. (laughs) So obviously that's a little plushie, the R2. Um, but that Death Star droid looks badass, right? Yeah, that's pretty darn cool. That looks really cool. Um, so there's a bunch of stuff from Funko coming. Um, and again, leading up to, uh, con season, that's a big deal. So. Exactly. Um, this one. Oh, have you seen this yet? Oh, I've seen it. It's incredible. Look at that. So this is a Ralph McQuarrie, uh, Vader. From Sideshow Collectibles. And we know Sideshow... Does great work. ...is insanity, but look how sick that looks, right? That looks really and cool. we get advertisements and everything else in here. Um, there's a couple other pictures here, too. <laughs> how badass is that, dude? Can you imagine having that in your home? Yeah, I can. Easily. I have a good imagination. I don't even need one for that. Look at that, right? Um, that would take about 120th my annual salary. Right? These things, and if you know Sideshow or Gentle Giant, these things are not cheap or hot toys a little bit or hot toys uh but the quality is high if you have the money for it and you have a place to display it this is the kind of stuff you want yeah so absolutely it's pretty sweet all right so let's get rid of that so they don't have to see our show notes which we do have obviously people i know right what uh, kind of what kind of podcast doesn't have show notes <laughs> all right last thing here in parks news um this says now you can go on a real life Star Wars Rebels Adventure at Disney World. Okay, that's awesome. Okay. Um, I only touched the surface of this, but, uh, it looks, <laughs> this just looks so cool. So it's first teased over a year ago. It seems now the package is finally ready to blast off on Lothal. And it says the adventure starts out as the guests arrive to their resort room 
and see an Imperial recruit banner on their door. Already, <laughs> this sounds so cool, dude. Uh, once inside, you'll see the Rebel Alliance have, has infiltrated the room, leaving behind necessary tech and gear for your mission, including the Imperial security uh, officer disguise. Uh, <laughs> this is so cool, dude. It is I would love this. I mean, my kids, we've watched all of Rebels. They would absolutely love this experience, you know? So you get the app on your smartphone. Ezra guides you on an under, under, undercover, undercover mission. Uh, and this just goes on. I'll leave a, I'll leave the link in the show notes, but this is the kind of stuff. Um, and one of the things, I don't even know if we talked about this last week, but, uh, with the new Star Wars land, we did talk about this where, uh, if you drive the Millennium Falcon bad, like you go to the right. shop and it'll tell you like, like the person running the shop will t- kind of tell you, Oh, Oh, you kind of sucked that up, right? Yeah, you know, exactly. Kind of so anyway, I thought that was pretty cool. Um, all right, man. So should we, <laughs> it's really weird that Swotor hosts us early, but it's a little weird. Well, we can bust this out real quick and Eric will do the thing that he said he didn't want to do and support us while we don't talk about Star Wars stuff. Not much I can do about it. Here we go. So we're going to get to our last section, usual roundup, and then we're going to get ready for our wog run on Sotor, which I cannot wait for. Where are we at? Here we go. I can't imagine any kind of future where I'm a hero. Well, you're not. In the future, none of you are heroes. You're legends. All right. Here we go. Uh, so we're in the usual roundup, and as we always do, we start with TV and movie news, and usually we talk about people who pass away sometimes in the beginning, which is awesome. But <laughs> the only reason I wanted to bring this one up, and I don't, I don't really know much about this, but the guy who invited, invented GI Joe, uh, died at age 84 recently. Mm. Um, his name was Stanley Weston, um, and he was a licensing and merchandising legend who invented GI Joe, and he passed away at 84. What's crazy about that, and the only reason I brought it up is because I have such fond memories of G.I. Joe. I watched the show. I had the action figures, stuff like that. You know what's funny is, like, I actually, um, I grew up, you know, just like you did with the the G.I. Joe storyline. You know, like with Cobra Commander and all that stuff, right? All those different ones, right? Um, My older sister, Donna, who is actually not much of a collector, but she collects G.I. Joe dolls. Oh, really? But they're the original ones, and they've made done some remakes, but the, like, the full-size dolls. Oh, wow. That are like Barbie size. Like the 12 inch ones? Yeah. Nice. Very cool. Um, so one other little news item I just threw in here for fun because I love the show Black Mirror. If you ever watch Black Mirror, it's insane. Oh, that's another show I'm behind on. I haven't, watched, I haven't watched season three yet. Oh, wonderful. Um, Black Mirror is insanely good. And I have a link in the show notes here because this just popped up on my feed. It says eight books to read if you love Black Mirror. And it's got all of them from what I can tell are on along the same lines. Very dark. But also at the same time, um, very dystopian, that kind of thing. I love stuff like that. Cool. So definitely check it out. So a couple of quick renewals in TV news. We're in real reviews now. Uh, Gotham has been reviewed for renewed for season four, and so is iZombie. Yeah, I kind of saw both of those coming. Yeah, Gotham, although I stopped watching it, I don't know, man. Um, it seems it has some legs, it looks like. Yeah, and uh, with iZombie, it's on CW, and it was one of those ones that um, they took longer to to renew because uh all the berlanti stuff got renewed back right. in february right and so i zombie and now we're just waiting to hear back on uh, i think the originals is the only uh, cw show that hasn't been renewed yet nice 
Uh, what do you got here for Riverdale? Well, you know, Riverdale is, of course, based on the Archie comics, and we've already seen the introduction of Josie and the Pussycats in season one. Well, now they're talking about maybe bringing in the supernatural side of it and introducing Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Nice. Um, which ultimately could lead to Casper if you really want to go there. Yeah, I, I, I listen to um, the Assembly of Geeks podcast network, and they do one called Comic Book Noob. I listened to the Archie one because I was curious. I mean, we've all seen Archie on the shelves, right? And they did. They talked about Sabrina. Right um, in that, and so I think it'd be really interesting if they bring her in for season two. I think yeah, I think it'd be that'd be really kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't think they're going to go farther than that. I hope because I hope not because I like how they're going gritty, but it's super dark and gritty, and I think that's important. So, uh, movie news, uh, new SpongeBob movie in the works. Oh gosh, like we need that. We don't. No, I just threw it in for fun. <laughs> um, and there's some rumors that uh. Hollywood might be trying to make another uh, live-action Dragon Ball Z movie. And bad idea. I don't know, dude. I think this might be the right time for it, honestly, because of the rise of Pokemon Go. Anime is kind of a no, little more... No, it's fine. Stick with anime, though. Yeah, no. I think a live-action Dragon Ball Z is kind of weird. Well, it goes back to the live-action Street Fighter movie. Exactly. They did back in the day in live-action Mortal Kombat, which the second one was badass, the first one was not. In my opinion, but um, we've talked about this before. We have. I um, I don't know. It, I think if they did it right, maybe, but it's a stretch. I don't know. I like Dragon Ball Z. So yeah, you do. You're weird. Well, thank you. Uh, the guy who di- directed the Twelve Years a Slave, Steve McQueen, he's gonna be doing a Tupac documentary. Oh, awesome! And we talked about the Tupac biopic that's coming. Always on me. Yep, and I'm excited about that. But an actual documentary, I think, would be. That'd be very cool. Would be freaking sick. So I'm excited. Now this, I don't even know where to go with this. There is so much Hellboy news right now, and so much Hellboy drama. Have you been following this? I at have all? not. All right. So the Hellboy creator announces there's going to be a rated R movie reboot of Hellboy. Okay. okay. Hellboy's one of those characters that can see rated R. Right. Supposedly it's supposed to be a little darker, more brutal horror film. Are they bringing Ron Perlman back? Wait. Wait for it. Controversy is uh, they left out Guillermo del Toro. And Ron Perlman. They didn't even know they were talking about it. All right? Okay, that's BS. So this is, I, I think, is what it's Millennium Films, um, which I'm not familiar with. It's a subsidiary of something. It must be, right? Um, anyway, so the bottom line is there's a lot of drama around it, and people were pissed. Ron Perlman came out and said some stuff. Uh, obviously, Del Toro is not excited, um, and people are kind of commenting back and forth, but... It looks like it's going to happen, but the guys who made the first movie are just not involved. Who they cast for Hellboy was, um, let me find the name. And there's rumors too along the lines is Millennium is, yeah, it's Millennium. They're thinking about create, are they going to try a Hellboy cinematic universe, which I think would be badass, but here we go. So they cast, uh, oh, where's the name of him? I can't remember who they cast. And I wasn't familiar with the name in the first place. Do you see it? I have not. Sorry, I'm looking up something else. Okay. But anyway, what do you think? Are you in? You know, I this I, I thought the first ones were kind of campy. I mean, they were kind of cool. I mean, I like Ron Perlman. Indeed. And Guillermo del Toro is a great director. Right. Um. So I would like to see an R-rated one, see how it goes. Yeah, I think it would make, uh, I don't know, I think it'd be cool. But like I said, at the same time, this is really rubbing some folks the wrong way, and I can't I can't find where they cast the guy. I'll, I can find it in a minute. Um, oh, 
Uh, David Harbour. Hellboy starring Stranger Things, David Harbour. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and he was up for uh, um, Cable at one point. So there's a bunch of back and forth. And the links I have in the show notes talk about the Twitter battles kind of back and forth. Um, people saying, oh, there is going to be one. And I guess they didn't tell us about it. So I guess we're out. You know what I mean? And it, it kind of sucks for the people who... And those guys who made the first one have been trying to make another one for like the last decade. I know. Well, they've made two. Right. But they had, they had Hellboy and then Hellboy 2 Golden Army. Right. But they've been trying to keep it going and it just doesn't seem to be happening. Um, so anyway, any other thoughts on that? Um, well, I was looking at Millennium Pictures. Yeah. And the only one that I find is a is an Australian company that hasn't made a film since the mid-90s. Interesting. So I doubt that's it. But Yeah, I wonder. Interesting. Um, oh, I just got another... Notification that Swotor is hosting me. Um, I think that's a little an hour early. But anyway, if you're here to see our wog run, we're starting at eight o'clock in a little bit. But we will uh, we'll get to it in a minute. Word. All right, let's get to uh, Universal Usual, dude. You ready? Yeah. Black Lightning, you're up. We don't have a plumper oh, for that. <laughs> Sorry, uh, Black Lightning, which is uh, it hasn't been confirmed to be part of the Berlanti verse yet, but it is being done by Greg Berlanti. And it just got picked up for a full series order. So that means that uh, um, what happens is in May, you tend to get what are called the upfronts where you see pilots and um, then company, then production companies decide where they want to, or studios decide right. where they want to go to full series commitments. And they got a full series commitment. So that's nice. cool. Cool. Uh, Wonder Woman. <laughs> we watched the latest, the last trailer. Yes, we did. Earlier in trailer time. And the cool thing about this is Wonder Woman is going to get 3D glasses. Have you seen them? I did. They look pretty darn cool. They look really cool. It actually kind of looks like her new outfit, but in glasses form, which is kind of weird. Right. But yeah, also cool. That is kind of cool. I anticipate a lot of people stealing those. Yeah. Oh, sure. Like everybody. Yeah. <laughs> um, I also have a link in the show notes here uh, for the soundtrack. Um, and I think uh, they released all the titles for the soundtrack. And there were a couple songs that played in that last trailer, I think, that will probably end up on there, which I think is cool. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. And Aquaman. Sorry, just to uh, You're uh, go back. No, well, just kind of following up on uh, Millennium. Yep. If it's what I can figure out, you have Millennium Entertainment, um, but they went bankrupt in 2016, so maybe they're trying to. Maybe. Because they, they fell Chapter 7. Uh-huh. Um, but they did movies that, I mean, they, they were behind the show Baywatch, Cosby Show, Different World. Right. Um, they did uh, um, Unsolved Mysteries, uh, that sort of thing. They did uh, Arthur in the Square Night of the Round Table, stuff okay. like that. Cool. Um, really quick here, see if I see. They did a movie called The Iceman a couple of years ago, which is about a hitman. I think that's the company, then. It's yeah. Gotta be, right. That's what I'm thinking. Um. All right. So sorry. There we go. No, we're good. Aquaman has cast a young Arthur Curry. And it is, uh, I don't know how to say his name, Otis Jai Donji. Uh, he is a thir- uh, going to play a 13-year-old Arthur Curry. Cool. Um, which I think is cool. I don't know. This kid looks really familiar. I just don't know what he's been in. It doesn't say what he's been in, but whatever. Uh, so that's cool. And Justice League, what do you think? What do you got? That's yours. Tyrese? Yeah. Um- Seriously, Tyrese? Sorry, I was scrolling down on my things. Yeah, actually, well, um, there's been a lot of buzz about that there might be a cameo of a Green Lantern in in Justice League. Right. Well, Tyrese 
tweeted out it was either tweet or instagram i can't forget but he tweeted out a picture of like him as green lantern oh, God. and all it said was it's time so i in this day and age when there's you actually or especially in social media where you get actors and actresses partic- are uh, trying to position themselves yeah. to be in the running for parts you can't tell whether it's an announcement or just trolling or he's hoping exactly like a hidden hope kind of thing exactly i don't but, know man but tyrese but the thing is is like the green lantern character is supposed to be a little funny but he's just so I weird know. I know. he's just a weird actor i don't know i like tyrese but krypton um yeah sorry your your wife's computer is like doing a whole bunch of weird stuff oh okay um yeah, Krypton also got picked up for a full series order. Cool. So that's that's all done. And that was one of those things we weren't sure about, right? Right, because it had they had had the pilot made and it got set to upfronts, but they hadn't been picked up for a full series. Good. Well, I'm glad they're going forward. Yeah, and then also this week uh, we talked about last week how Powerless was pulled from the schedule. Oh, this is a bummer. It was officially canceled this week with three episodes unaired. Um, and they're just not. And they're not going to air those. But um, it looks like hopefully they might release it on Blu-ray or when they finally release them to Netflix or Hulu, they might be released. Wow, were the ratings that bad? It it wasn't that they were that bad. It's just not as big as they were hoping because they were also, you know, demanding higher advertising dollars because they could because of the name and stuff. And it just wasn't. It's a bit, it's a bummer too because, um, obviously, you know, Alan Tudyk and I like a lot of those actors in that show, um. I don't know. I, I, I like this show. Yeah, I thought it was funny. I enjoyed it. But anyway, Disney, uh, Beauty and the Beast, which came back to our theater randomly. Yeah, for a week. <laughs> for a week. Uh, hit an all time milestone, which I believe is some number. Oh, yeah. Here we <laughs> go. Uh, yeah, they hit the billion, billion mark. Oh, that, it's a big movie. Yeah, huge. 1.19 billion worldwide. Wow. And so, <laughs> This article says it's almost like it's competing with itself. It's like, oh, this movie might be as big as Frozen and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Oh, exactly. So that's funny. Uh, all right. Let's get to Fox and you have some Gambit news in here. Actually, you put that one in. I did? No. Yep. Oh, I did. So. <sighs> oh, you skipped Aladdin. Oh, Aladdin, the live action, which we've talked about. Right. That's going to be a, mu- a musical. Awesome. Hold on. Good. Which. I don't know. It'd be weird if they didn't. Yeah, it would be it? weird if they didn't, because then you would basically get Prince of Persia. Yeah, right? <laughs> Good call, dude. Good pull. Prince of Persia. I love those games. Moving on. Uh, yeah, I'm glad they're going with the... with the. Um, I'm really glad they're going with the musical. Because, yeah. I mean, those songs are so good anyway. Oh, of course. Uh, so the Gambit movie, the director, Doug Lyman, he basically came out and said a couple days ago why he left the film. And he says, I'm all about script, and I just wasn't feeling it. He says, I've got to connect to the script. Um, on Born Identity, Matt Damon's always referring to himself as a script whore, and I'm with Matt on that. It's like, you feel a script, that's everything. Uh, when you feel a script, it's everything. So he just wasn't feeling it, so he left, which yeah, is I mean, a bummer because this movie was... I was looking forward to this movie, but I don't think it's ever going to happen. It's still, in, it's still in pre-production. It's not yeah, shelved. But, come on. But the... Uh, um, We've been talking about this movie since we started this podcast. Well, there's... Just saying, bro. They always have been. Um, <laughs> but what I love is if you look back on his career, though, Doug Lyman has always dealt with good scripts. I mean, True. Swingers, Go, Born Identity, True. Edge of Tomorrow. True. You're right. Yeah. I just want to see a Gambit movie because I love Gambit. So do I. Like that accent. Throwing cards at people. Yep. Hitting people with a bow staff. It's a way to Weird go. Weird headband, though. Yeah, the headband kind of makes it, though. With the trench, with the with the duster? 
The test drum all about the headband, though. Yeah, weird. No, dude, I think it's kind of killing it. But anyway, moving on. Um, we got a, a bit of New Mutants news. Uh, first of all, uh, they've come out and said that the version of Professor X that is going to be in the New Mutants is not going to be the James McAvoy version. It doesn't say whether it is going to be the Patrick Stewart version or if it's going to be a third version, but it is not James McAvoy. Okay. All right. Just to kind of show where it places it in the, the Fox timeline. Okay. Um, also, they cast um, their Magic and Wolfsbane, which are two of the female characters in New Mutants. And Magic is uh, cast uh, is Anna Taylor Thompson, I think is her name. Uh, let me open this up really quick. All right. And uh, she was in Split, the, actually, ironically, oh, yeah. with James McAvoy. Okay. Um, and it's kind of cool because the guy who plays Colossus, because Magic is Colossus' little sister. Right, right, And right. in the comic, she actually becomes the, um, you know how the Phoenix entity had gone into Jean Grey? Yeah. It eventually goes into her, and she's actually one of the strongest mutants ever. Sweet. Um, and she's being played by uh, Anya Taylor-Joy. How does that name sound familiar? Um, well, she was in uh, Split. Oh, I didn't see Split. Okay. Cool. Um, but guess who the cast for Wolfsbane? Ooh. Maisie Williams. What? Yep. Oh, I'm excited about that. Anya Stark herself. All right, good. Let's uh, let's go to Deadpool news. Uh, they're gonna cast three X Force characters in in Deadpool two, which is pretty cool. Yep. Um, I don't know if we want to jump into which ones, do we? Uh, yeah, I mean, it, that's going to come out as long... I mean, I don't want to hear story, but... Right, right. So it's going to be Sunspot. Okay. Uh, Feral. Okay. And Shatterstar. Awesome. Well, Sunspot, I believe, is also part of New Mutants, so it's kind of like... I, it would make sense. Cool. Um, I'm not familiar with those characters, but I think it'd be cool. Um, but the production has been delayed yet again. Of course. Shocking, right? We've only been talking about this movie since the first one came out, right? So... Star production has been pushed back from June 19th to June 26th to wrap on October 6th. So, I mean, it's essentially a week, but, you know, a week's a week. Right? Yeah, well, I mean, it could be something as simple as, you know, maybe Ryan Reynolds twisted an ankle or yeah. uh, maybe they're dealing with something with the writer strike and they need to have a rewrite, but there's a possible writer strike coming up. So they're trying to post, but, you know, yeah. it could be, it, it could have nothing to it being a bad thing. It just could be timing. For sure. Uh, and well, this kind of came out left field. Deadpool is, is supposed to get an animated series. Awesome. But run by Donald Glover. Oh yeah. Cause he does Atlanta. Yeah. No, I'm just, I don't know. That's yeah. Badass, he, well, dude. he's behind a whole bunch of great stuff. So yeah, he's going to be, cool. in, he's going to be Lando in the Han Solo movie as we know. Right. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to this. Man. Yeah. That'll be cool. They just, uh, it can't be, I don't know how they're going to do an animated series is it's couldn't be an adult one. Well, it's gotta be an adult one. That's the it thing. It has to be. Right? I don't know. We'll, we'll keep updating. So honestly, you know what would be the, the best thing is if they put it on like on FXX. Yeah. With like, Archer. Like put behind it, Archer or something? Put it behind Archer or something. Yeah. It'd be cool. Uh, all right. So Guardians of the Galaxy tops 500 million worldwide. Yeah. It's been out for what? A week and a half and it's already hit yeah. 500 million worldwide. Yeah, uh, and like 380 of that is is international. Yeah. It's huge. It's awesome. Uh, so I was excited about this. It's kind of one of those non-stories, but... Supposedly, Iron Man and Drax are going to share a scene in Infinity War. That's going to be funny because it's Mr. Uh, um, Mr. Snark himself. Basically. Yeah, Snark. But uh, uh, what's the? There's a word. It's um, not Stark. Snark. You know what I'm saying? No, I know. Um, <laughs> sarcastic. Thank you. Sarcasm. Yeah. It's Mr. Sarcasm with Mr. Literal. Well, somebody who doesn't get sarcasm at all or metaphors 
And right. he's going to be standing next to the guy who can is basically going to chat around him the whole time. Exactly. It's going to be awesome. So that, that'll be fun to watch. Um, uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. got renewed for season five. Man, I stopped watching this show a bit ago, but it's it's really good. I just had to stop watching some shows. You right. You know what I mean? Um, I liked it. We watched up through season three-ish. Um, but yeah, we're way behind now. Well, they're doing a whole bunch of, like, there was advertisements in the, the mid-season hiatus, and it was, had to do with, uh, Agents of Hydra. So I don't know if they're, like, they're looking at a separate timeline or right. what could a what if or whatever. Right, right. All right, man. So one thing I want to say, we're going to get into conventions and get out of here and reset for our WOG night, which I'm very excited about. Uh, we are obviously going to San Diego Comic-Con. The biggest news for us is we finally, 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 after two years of hard work on this podcast, got approved for press. Bing. Um, bing, so bing, bing. you can see my, uh, dancing Batman, uh, uh, yeah. gif on, uh, <laughs> Batman Robin doing high kicks <laughs> on Twitter. But anyway, we're excited. So, uh, yeah, man, it's going to be great. So that means this year, next year, for sure, we're guaranteed to go to Comic Con. So that's exciting. Uh, speaking of heading to Comic Con, Miss Felicia Day herself, uh, has announced that she will be there. Um, she's being very vague about what she's doing, but well, you got to remember she just gave birth. So. Yeah, so she will be there. Um, I don't know yet. They haven't announced if uh, if Con- they're gonna be doing Camp Carnival. Yeah, if Camp Carnival is coming back. Um, but she basically posted her schedule on Facebook. Which let's check this out real quick. She's basically it's a schedule of the con she's going to, not specifically what she's doing at the cons. So right, you know, at least she'll be there. So yeah, it'll be fun. Uh, Rave of Thrones. I just like the name. Is gonna is happening again. Yeah. Uh, it's pretty much what it sounds like. <laughs> pretty much. It's, yeah. And there's a link in the show notes for this. If you're a Rick and Morty fan, which I've tried to watch a couple times. Thanks, Skeen. Yeah, we're stoked. Um, and we're stoked about. Uh, I don't know. I Rick and Morty. I don't know if you've watched it. Your brother showed an episode to me, and I thought it was pretty funny. Yeah, it's funny. And I actually was watching the first episode again the other night, and I want to start watching it again, but. Anyway, they're doing a mobile store. A Rickmobile mobile store is going to like drive to SDCC uh, 2017. Look at this thing. <laughs> it looks like, I mean, the professor dude, he's on, it looks like a car they made out of it. It's weird looking, man. Um, but yeah, so that's happening. Cool. And let's see, it says it's a pop up store. It's going to be on the road this summer to multiple cities. And the, and the stop, one of the stops will be San Diego. So I'm sure we'll see it. Sounds like a time. <laughs> Funko Fun Days is coming back too, which is weird. <laughs> it's that weird little meetup of like hardcore Funko fans. Right, yeah. It's kind of cultish and kind mm-hmm. of strange, but tickets for that. We have a link in the show notes if you're interested. Go for it. I, I'm not going, but <laughs> I just wanted to mention it because I think it's funny. And um, there's an opinion piece here um, from SDCC, an unofficial blog, uh, because Hotel Apocalypse happened. People got hotels. People didn't get hotels. And it was kind of a cluster as it always is. From what I understand, it was a little smoother. But again, one of, those, one of those things where how can we make this better? A lot of the things people are saying is downtown hotels should only be for people with badges. But again, that's not really fair to the people. Yeah, you can't um, do that. You can't do that. It just wouldn't work. So that's the other thing. Um, last thing. Big, big news. This just came out today, and this is actually really going to bum some people out um, who primarily go down to San Diego Comic-Con for offsite events. Nerd HQ, which up until last week was a lock, pretty much, from right. what we understood, 
Nerd HQ will not be happening at San Diego Comic Con this year. And they were at the Children's Hospital the last couple of years. Children's um, Museum. Children's Museum, excuse me. I, I always say hospital. Children's Museum. Um, and it's just, it's not happening. Zachary Levi didn't say much. He yeah, just well, I mean, said they just did announce a video. I'm, I'm guessing it has something to do. They couldn't, they couldn't get a location. Um, or they just, cause they're always centered it around something. Right. And they just possibly just couldn't get it put together. Indeed. Well, and man, that's, that's such a bummer. Yeah, I'm yeah. guessing that they had that like in their minds that they had planned to do it at the children's museum again, and something came up, and then when it couldn't happen at the children's museum, right. then they couldn't get another location. Here's my fear. My fear is that Nerd HQ's isn't going to be there this year, and who knows what Nerdist is doing? No, Excuse Nerdist, me, Nerdist Legendary. Yeah, well, Nerdist is still doing what he does. He he's going to be doing his shows and stuff up at the was it the Balboa Theater? Yeah, yeah, no, but I'm saying. But like the carnival, the legendary, legendary yeah. uh, I, I'm, I'm afraid that's a huge offsite at Petco. I'm hoping that's still happening. Otherwise, that's two big chunks of offsite events that won't be happening. You know, I'll, uh, you know, remind me this week and I'll message my friend Claudia, who yeah. she used to be a marketing person for Felicia Day. Yeah, let's find out. Geek and Sundry, but she just got bumped up to marketing for her legendary. Nice. So we'll see what, what they have planned. Yeah, hopefully they have something planned because, uh, I love their offsites. We've been going to their offsites since we started going to, um, when they were really small at, um, at what, the, at, at Joe's or whatever. Yeah, Jolton Joe's. Jolton Joe's. And, you know, now Sorry. they're huge. Yeah, now they took over Petco Park. Yeah. So hopefully that happens, but. All right, so those of you in the chat that were lured here by Swotor, if they're still hosting us, um, they were supposed to start hosting us at 8 o'clock uh, Pacific, and there was, I know, I actually had to message Eric and say, because he had it down at 9 o'clock, and I think he just maybe messed it up. But either way, uh, you got a taste of what we do. This is, we usually record this show on Thursday nights, but here we are on Friday night before we do our normal gaming group, and we'll be running an op tonight with our beginning ops group uh, called WOG, which is What's an Ops Group. Awesome. So come back in about 25 minutes, and we'll be doing that. But for now, thanks for tuning in to The Usual Podcast. If you have comments or questions, you can find us at theusualpodcast.com. Email us at theusualpodcast at gmail.com. And we are on Facebook, Google+, Pinterest, Instagram, Twitch, and YouTube. I'm at Darth Pops on Twitter. Will is at Griggs. We're on iTunes, Sister Radio, and Google Play, so please take the time to do that. Share us and like us and all of that. I'm going to put a link in chat as well for Patreon. If you want to give us a buck or two an episode, help us get to Comic-Con. Thank you to those of you who are doing that. Um, and we do our trailer time exclusive uh, where we watch trailers and comment on them. We have blooper reels for the shows and more rewards to come, I promise, over the summer. So, And we also have audibletrial.com slash usual podcast. Um, you would like to try the new Thrawn novel or Game of Thrones or anything else, uh, and you can get that for free on us. And uh, we get 15 bucks, and you get a free book. So, boom. Awesome. So, what are you thinking, my friend? Uh, I also just want to throw this out here and uh, just let you know, if you're interested in genealogy or family histories, you can always go to yourhistoryishere.com. And if you use the promo code USUAL, uh, listeners to the usual podcast will get 10% off in the intro package to me doing your family research history. Indeed. All right, dude. Um, so I think we're done. Let's get ready for log. Awesome. I'm excited. Let's log it up. Make sure you have a fun. Have a fun. And we'll see you all next week. Peace. <laughs>